If you've ever thought about buying a franchise as a way of starting a business, then today's conversation is just for you. My guest, Stephanie Ewing, has just purchased a yoga franchise. What has she learned along the way? You'll have to listen to find out. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is a production of Round Peck, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. Today, I'm talking with Stephanie Ewing, and Stephanie is a new franchise business owner. Hey, Stephanie. Hey, Lorraine. Thanks for having me on. So glad that you could come and hang out with us. Stephanie, you are at a really interesting place in your life as you embark on a new business as a franchise owner. I am. It's super exciting. And maybe a little scary. Very scary, but I don't think that making this type of a decision, if you weren't scared, I think there would be a little something wrong. Absolutely. So what we're going to do in today's show is I really want to talk about not necessarily the evaluation that took you to, do we start our own business or have a franchise, but okay, you got to that moment where you said, I'm going to be a franchise owner. Then what? I reached out to a franchise advisor. So there are a lot of people out in the market that can evaluate franchises and they represent different franchises. So they are there to help you decide what franchises might be a good fit for your personality, for the knowledge that you have, um, and just kind of evaluate what, what might be a good fit. Um, so we took their personality test, my husband and I did, and we were both fairly the same. I think I was the belonger achiever and he was the achiever belonger. Um, And then we were just presented with a bunch of different franchises that are out there that a lot of them I had never heard of, didn't know anything about, and just kind of started to evaluate, is that something that we thought that we could see ourselves doing? Some of them were an automatic, no, that is not for me, I'm not doing that. Um, And some of them were interesting. And actually the one that we landed on is not something that I have historically ever thought of being involved in. But the mission, the vision, and the business side of it really spoke to me. And I have a huge fitness and nutrition wellness background, and it played well into my personal passions as well. So getting that connection to see different franchises that are out there that you might not even think of through a broker is a fabulous way to get exposure to franchises. So as you were looking at the different franchises and you said, you know, the first pass was kind of, could I see myself doing this kind of a business? But then when you narrowed it down and you started looking at, okay, I I could see this, I could see that. What were some of the other evaluation criteria that helped you further narrow down that definition of, yes, this is a good fit for us? I think initially it was a lot of the mission and vision of the company to see if something that we could get 100% behind to sell in the marketplace because you do have to be in sales. You're a business owner, you gotta sell it, right? So it has to, you have to have that belief in the business that you are, can make something good of it. After that, being a financial person, to me it was what am I getting for my franchise fee? And what am I getting for my royalty fees? Mm -hmm. So I was very specific in asking those franchisors about what support are you giving to me? How much support am I going to be getting up front as we open? And what does the ongoing support look like? And what do I actually get from that? Mm -hmm. And that was very different from the franchises that we looked at. And that was a big, important piece for me. If I'm going to be paying you this huge franchise fee, and then I'm going to be paying you a percentage of my uh, income... I want to make sure that I'm getting a return on that and I feel that I'm supported. You know, it's funny. We've done a lot of marketing with 
company, uh, business owners who have bought franchises, and I am absolutely amazed at the variation in terms of what they provide. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, some companies have great marketing material and a lot of ability to customize, and some really don't. Exactly. And that's something you really have to consider of how much of my own money am I going to have to put in to marketing when they should be supporting me. So it's just understanding that fine line of how much you're responsible for and how much the franchise is responsible for and how much are you willing to take on. Okay, so you narrow it down. Now you've kind of got your, you've made a decision. This is the franchise we're going with. Next steps, what else did you have to do in that early startup phase? So the early phase, once we decided we liked the franchise that we picked, we flew out and for what they call discovery day. So you go out and you meet with the CEO and the franchisor. They take you through just seeing what one of the franchises looks like. They sit down, they go through all of the back end stuff. What does the process look like? What do you get? Those types of things. Um, But that is probably the first scary, oh my God, are we really doing this moment? Because you're flying to somewhere and you're spending all of your own dollars, right, to travel on a day trip to fly in and fly out. Just are we really doing this? So that discovery day was a very imperative to make sure that you felt good about the franchise. I'm a gut feeling person um, to see the CEO, make sure that I understand I feel she's on board with me. I'm going to get the support. It was just a good feel good I've made the right decision on the right franchise. Did you have questions that you wanted to ask the franchise? Like you went, you said you went to see another franchise. Did you have specific questions that you wanted that person, not the CEO, to answer yes, when 100%. they were talking? <laughs> Definitely. And I asked a lot of the studio managers that I talked to around how much support do you really get? How involved are they? If you have a problem... What do they do to help you? If you were kind of falling in a certain KPI or your benchmark isn't where you want it to be, what are they doing to support you or bring new ideas to help you as a business owner level up and not just fall down? Um, So that was a lot of what I asked the studio managers Mm -hmm. around. And then um, from the CEO side, I think a lot of it, given my background in finance, (laughs) I had a lot of questions just based on how things work Um, how you're supported, um, and on the finance side, specifically where those fees were coming from and what was paid for where. Mm -hmm. And I'm guessing you also did your due diligence on the health of the franchise uh, headquarters as well. Yes, so get all of the financials on the franchise or the management company of that. Who's involved? Are there investors? What is their stake? How involved are they in the business? I'm just asking all of those questions around when did they start? How many um, stores or whatever it is, how many franchisees do they have? Has any closed? What's the average performance for that? What's the break-even? And when do they start breaking even? What's the average? I'm just asking all of those questions around how successful they have been with startups in the the past. Um, Other things that you think somebody who's heading down this path should consider it's really early for you to to begin to say well what did you learn along the way because yeah. i think you're still in the middle of it but other things that you you definitely think you you should look at you definitely need a good franchise attorney 
So that is very important, especially since the states are so different, and specifically in Indiana, franchise law is very, very different than other states. So making sure that you have a franchise lawyer that will read through your franchise agreement and your multi-unit agreement if you're doing multi-units um, to make sure that you have everything on your side. Because mm -hmm. we were able to get a lot of negotiation in and make sure that we were represented so I felt everything was fair and that it wasn't going to have to go to another state to be litigated and things like that. So having that attorney piece mm -hmm. is key. Also, I think I have more of the, fran the finance background, but talk to a banker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, make sure that you have a good cash flow projection. How much is it going to cost? What does the financing for that look like? And just make sure that you know what the accounting is going to be ongoing and what your banking situation will be moving forward. And I think you hit it uh, when you were talking about when does the business start generating cash is that there is that lag time that business owners really need to be prepared for. You're going to put this money in, it's going to start to get up and running, but there's going to take a little while before you start exactly. seeing that money coming back to you. Yeah. So plan for that permanent marketing capital to sit in your account so you have a padded balance sheet to be able to cover your payroll and cover your expenses for the first few months while you're ramping up. So that's important to think about. Awesome. What are you uh, excited or looking forward to as next steps? I'm excited for finding a location so we can announce where we're going to be and then just starting to hire on my studio manager and instructors and building that team and community and getting involved in the community that we're going to be in and bringing wellness out to the people. I'm really excited. I can't wait to see where you're going to be. Um, and I need to have more yoga in my life, so I'm glad you're going to have a yoga studio. Yes, well, we will make sure you get out for a class as soon as we are open. Awesome. And uh, we'll go back and edit the show notes once you have a location so we can link to uh, information so people can find you and see what the franchise looks like on the other side. Sounds great. I appreciate it. Again, I cannot believe we have whipped through the time. That's quick. Thanks so much for being the guest again today. Of course. Happy to be on the show. Thank you for having me, Lorraine. Awesome. If you have enjoyed today's conversation, if you'd like to know more about marketing and business and other related topics, be sure to look for More Than a Few Words on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than a Few Words. Thanks for listening. <laughs>